Run, run. Woo. Everybody's telling me we're going to be late. I don't know, are we late? <laughs> I mean, like one minute, but don't worry about it. All right. What's up, YouTube? What's oh, happening? Oh my gosh, there's a new camera. I didn't even see. That thing is amazing. All if right. you guys think that this is clear and smooth and all kinds of stuff, we got new equipment. All right, well, we'll show you later. All right, today, uh, a first look at the Neptune sky, uh, at least uh, like when we're allowed to talk about it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we got some up here on the set uh, behind us, or in the, the set tank. Yep. We also have uh, one, or a few now on my own home tank. I'll Four talk about that a little bit later, maybe. Four boys, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've seen these things, I've they, heard about it. I, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. excited. I'm excited uh, about I, it. I, there's a lot of drama about this light out in the universe. So yeah. I can't wait to like dive right deep in head head first. So you guys, we're gonna give you our impressions on it, firsthand experience, because we've both played with them. I played with them a little more because I've got the new app, uh, that Apex Fusion app that's coming out, and I got sneak peeks for you. We're gonna show you what that looks like. So we got some clips of that. Uh, this isn't the investigate, so it's not like par data and all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. We we're working on that one for a in full investigates video. So uh, wait for that, but. We're just gonna talk about it and why this exists and why we think it's uniquely well in its place. Why it's disruptive. <clears throat> disruptive. Disruptive yeah. is the word Pope that, that bear. I, I know. I, I, it is going to change the way people look at lighting. Uh, and uh, you might be thinking, oh, like, but didn't Phillips do that? Mm. And uh, We're gonna yeah, talk about that you're too. right. You're gonna hear that, that story as well. Uh, there can be more than one disruption. <laughs> All right. So cool. uh, for those of you who don't uh, know, uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I'm gonna like this thing uh, because A, uh, they built it to beat the test. Oh uh, yeah, and then Terrence <laughs> called me up and he was asking me, you know, questions about some of the tests uh, that we did for BRC Investigates for all those videos I was doing last year and just kind of giving, uh, poking me at like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And then he go, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm building this guy to uh, beat your guys' test. Dude, they, they literally rebuilt all of our testing apparatus oh, right. in their facility. They put a 60 right? cube up like we yep. did. 60 and cube, took 108 points. They did it with uh, the same mounting heights, the same tools, yep. the same spectrometers, the same, like, all this <laughs> stuff. Because... You know, they know what the test looks like. Yeah. Let's beat it. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> they will perform well on the test. Otherwise, shame on them <laughs> for releasing that test. Uh, all right. Uh, it also looks a lot like the Philips light. And most people really, really liked the idea behind the Philips light. And actually probably using it as well. Uh, but... A lot uh, lighter. Yeah, there's a bunch uh, of reasons bunch of why the Philips light just hasn't seen that, like, you know... Like big widespread use which we'll talk about in just a second yeah all right i gotta tell you also third there's a third reason why i think that i'm probably gonna like this light is uh most people don't know it but like five years ago i flew around to all oh, right. of uh, the major mm -hmm. uh lighting uh manufacturers and i asked them to make a light for me Right? Yeah, you had a whole PowerPoint and, and everything. Yeah, I was clicking through with all of them. <laughs> uh, and like, the reason was is because the lights weren't performing the way that I would have liked them yeah. to for our customers. <clears throat> I saw the Philips light. I also saw that at that point the Philips light was like 22 pounds and it just like yeah. you know, it was largely available in Europe, really didn't have a, you know, a distribution method here. And I'm like, guys, man, this is the future. Mm. Let's make something actually made for reefing. Uh, all of them shot me down. Yeah. Uh, nobody make it. But 
the Neptune light came up later and they had a lighting company, so I didn't pick <laughs> at the time. Uh, but this we, thing looks a lot like what I was asking uh, for five years ago. Well, I so, mean, you, you poke and prod enough at, in all of our videos asking for it, and over the like, course of multiple years, we keep reiterating, like, what we need, what we need, what we need, and finally somebody's going to make it. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so this is actually what started that conversation uh, five years ago, is there was dissatisfaction with LED mm. lighting in the marketplace, right? Yeah. Uh, so there was a bunch of reasons why people were unhappy with their LEDs. I have a few of them here. Uh, one is I'm not having as much success as I hoped for, or I had more success with a different technology. I think I fell into this category personally in that um, when I started my, one, my, my, my 125, I had T5 bulbs. Mm -hmm. And I go to my buddy's garage, he's got T5s over and metal halides over right, everything. Right, so it's T5s. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, there was, you know, I had, we had, I've seen such success with that technology of T5 and you see it across the hobby. How many people, how many gorgeous tanks. It's a T5 fixture. It's a full size T5 fixture, covers their entire tank. And then you, I'm a gear junkie. So of course I want the latest and greatest. So I'm gonna jump over to LEDs, not know really anything about how to set them, where to set them, what, I didn't even know anything about PAR. And uh, for some reason, I, I just couldn't make it happen. Dude, uh, I remember actually, I don't know if you get, if you get any of you are as ancient as me, but uh, New York Steelio. Uh, oh yeah. Used to do videos, Brown when we started. Yeah, I missed that guy. And uh, he hit me up and he's like, hey dude, can you give me a good deal on some Radeons I want to upgrade? Because who doesn't at the oh, time? Yeah. Especially if you're like you're a YouTuber, you know, like want to be on the cutting edge and whatever. I mean, like, it's a hobby, you want to be on the cutting edge. <laughs> uh, and I don't think he ever really shared publicly, but he put those things on and uh, like he burned a lot of his corals. Well, it was like Gen 1. Yeah, right? Gen 1. So <laughs> not to bash the like, Radions because, you know, people are having great success in the new form factor. And now that we have an understanding of how to utilize the, that technology better. Uh, but, you know, when, when the LEDs first started coming out, nobody knows how to use them. It's a brave new world. Okay, so pioneers get shot in the back. I had the say. same problem as I was thinking back about it. I had a bunch of corals that I kept killing, or they were like dying off and like coming back. And it's like I had these tools, man. And I, like mm. I, I bought them, and I'm like, I'm like trying to, you know, people tell me you don't run them at 100, percent so I run them at like 70, right? Right. Later on, I'd figure out for the tank styles I was doing, man, it was like really should have been like 30. Yeah, yeah, you know, but like, who wants to buy a product, man, and run it at, at, at 30 unless somebody tells you why the other aspects of it, or, mm. you know, I, I don't know. Uh, all right, another one when, which was really interesting, uh, uh, is like, uh, is it cost too much? The mm. dissatisfaction, man, with uh, LED lighting is there's people that have wall-to-wall -wall SPS tanks at this point, you know, five, six years ago using LEDs. Right. They're really, really epic, but they all, I shouldn't say all, but almost all of them have a couple of characteristics. One, the LEDs are mounted really high mm -hmm. above the tank uh, to compensate yeah. for some of the things that uh, you wouldn't like. Or they've got a ton of them. Or they got eight million of these things. And you then, know, they're like, yeah, you could cover two or three feet, <laughs> but I got one every eight inches. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, for you know, somebody for me back then when I was, uh, you know, I was putting it together on a budget, I, I see that array of LEDs. I, oh hell no, I can't do that. There's mm -hmm. no way I could afford that. So we're talking about this dissatisfaction because there's disruptive things. And I think this guy's going to be one of them that changes the scape of all of this. Mm. Uh, you guys can decide for yourselves. 
But uh, really, this isn't about like I love this brand or that brand mm. or like I don't know. I'm attached to a specific price point. Like, let's think about it in the challenges that we're facing and how do we solve them and like what is the performance factors of one or the other. In that spirit, uh, I wanna, can you pull up the Illumina? I think this thing was before its time. Uh, no, like the, the, the Reed and I follow oh, that there. one. All right, yeah, so you can see exactly how dated this is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but what you'll see is a whole bunch of panels of LEDs down there, yes. right? Uh, and it was funny because the owner of Vertex at the time told me that this thing ultimately failed because it was before its time. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shared and that I, sentiment. I really loved it. If you go back and watch that video, it was <laughs> terrible. But also, like I like I really like this light. And if you look at it over here, uh, now on the tank. This makes sense. Okay, so this is kind of like the way that people are using all those dumb modules, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, it's there, except for their little pucks inside of a larger fixture, mm -hmm. you know? And so uh, they're spaced every six inches apart. They have no lenses on them, so they're not Which, creating hot spots yeah, all over the place. It's not a focused beam of light straight it, down. It's it, designed to be mounted a couple inches above the, uh, <clears throat> uh, above the tank, so it looks good. And look how it wraps the yeah. corals in the light. That's, I mean, Blankets that's the tank in light. Essentially what we're doing with T5s. Okay, so this the cost thing, man, actually was a piece of this. And I, I, I don't know why that thing ultimately failed. Because one of the things I really liked about it is I like fixtures. I like an end to end fixture that looks like clean on the tank. It was aluminum and looked really sweet. Mm. Uh, but like it just didn't work. And this is why I think it, it, mm. it is a uh, reason is the case. <clears throat> Two times $500 is just way, way cheaper than one times a thousand. Oh, in your mind? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it works out that way. It is, because if you go buy three, uh, you know, of the competing lights at the time, they were like 800 bucks, and yeah. like 2,400 bucks. This thing was actually 1,900 bucks, uh, and would do it, and you didn't it have to have all of the... Tank. Yeah, it, it, the par was actually the right par yeah. for the tank. It was spread out. There's lots of uh, modules. I don't know. Well, we time. also got wrapped up in that form factor thing, right? Is like... Uh, the new technology is coming out, and I'm, there's people that are tired of having big giant hoods or, or T5 uh, mm -hmm. banks of T5 above their, their light. And now you see this attractive, really super small, sleek form factor. Uh, and then, uh, of course, I want to put that on my tank. It gives it a, a different aesthetic look to reef tanks you know, going forward. Uh, but what we didn't think about is like, you know, how is that affecting the coral growth? Like, the corals, if the corals are the ultimate goal of providing for them, then that should be what the light is built around rather than what looks good to you. Yeah, that's that small form factor, mm -hmm. super easy to install, weighs a 12 ounces, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like who wants a big heavy aluminum thing? Like if I can have, but it doesn't perform the it same. It doesn't perform yeah. the same, yeah. yeah. Actually, the the company that made the aluminum was called uh, Skytronics or something like that. Huh. And I hit them up like last year, I almost brought it back. To try to bring it back. I almost did, <laughs> I almost did, man. And then I decided uh, I can't do it. All right, all right, so the Philips light, bring this thing up. This is interesting. Okay, so when I saw this Philips light, this is one that's Gen 2, I just took a screen cap today off the site, but uh, I, when I saw this thing the first time, which was the Gen 1. That big silver uh, one. I'm like, oh, 
This is what it should be. Oh, these guys are onto something, man. Like this is this is going to be the disruptive product. Well, this this is going to be the thing that changes because it solves all the problems yeah. in the industry. This is the same, but this is about the same time when we really started digging into BRS TV investigates on lights. Like mm. you were at the forefront of investigating lights. We were dis we we had, you started the the height not really the height test because we'd put it mount them where the manufacturer would mm -hmm. but we really started focusing on the distribution of light and we're getting a a par grid view of what these lights are actually doing in the tank so when we're going through these small modules you see oh hot spot cold spot hot spot cold spot so on the heels of that comes a light that is hitting all those buttons that you've been talking about like this stuff isn't this single stuff isn't working. Yep. And it's not like your T5 or metal halide. But this thing, man, changes the game. Oh, yeah. And the reason we're talking about like a lot of this stuff is because you can kind of see like how we landed here with this guy eventually, yeah. right? Uh, because you can see the progression of what people were trying to solve and how they solved it. Mm. Uh, and the Philips light, uh, I like, uh, I called it disruptive. And so I, I pulled, I borrowed like a little description here. It's just like, you know, uh, they were first to market with an innovation. So it, it changed the way that you light something. And you know, disruption is really just like new entrants that find a disruption by successfully targeting overlooked segments or driving desired performance benefits that the community wants. Meanwhile, while the dominant entrants uh, are often focused on increasing profitability, mm. right? Uh, and so six years ago, I felt like that's what Philips did. Like everybody is making lights, is just kind of trying to make you know good money. Car on wars, lights. I don't know, whatever. Small, smaller, smaller form factors. These guys are trying to solve the problems within the industry, and that's like the nature of every good disruption you see in any marketplace, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, all right. So, what is this disruption? What did Philips solve when they did it? <clears throat> par wars. The thing was no longer uh, eight million par. No. A spot heart of the sun right underneath it uh, in a lid little laser focused beam. I think there were selling points on lights back when LEDs were first coming out that would boast the amount of PAR that you put out. And we come to realize like, why do I want 1500 PAR? No one would use 1500 PAR. You know, you know what happened is like nobody really knew yeah, what the PAR was. Lack of knowledge. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nobody really knew and like certainly wasn't like generally agreed upon by the community and the manufacturers. The manufacturers are just trying to create a product that's capable of doing anything you want. Right. Right. Be everything to everyone. But the like uh, other end of it is uh, as a hobbyist, like I don't really know how to use it. I'm come hoping you're going to tell me. Uh, <laughs> so uh, if you go out and take a par mo uh, meter out to uh, you know the reef at noon, it's uh, 1,500, 2,000 par. So you must need that, right? Yeah. Turns out we now know that most of the photosynthesis is actually happening in the morning and the evening during the day. It's protecting itself. Yeah, when so, it's in those 300 yeah, ranges. So that anecdotal is. stuff, yeah. not helpful. Uh, also, like people are testing the par under their 400 watt halides. It's like, oh yeah, look man, it's uh, 800. Like, well yeah, it's 800. Like right in that one spot, six inches mm. below the bulb. Uh, what are the rest of the day? <laughs> uh, we now find like, you know, 300-ish three, uh, mm. actually is the right number. Like, so, design around that. So yeah, for, so, for, so for Philips to come out with something that is not focused on extreme par, but just like, if, if 300 is what you guys are looking for, let's just make something that's 300. All right, so mm. the first looks, this is gonna be really interesting when you start comparing this thing. All right, so uh, Lens Wars. All right, so uh, Philips, 
abandoned lenses, kind of like the Illumina, actually. Yeah. The uh, lens is gone. You just use the inherent lens that's on the, the, the LED. Just the LED that itself. just... Right, which, so, which inherently spreads the light out immediately. Super duper wide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So lens wars also gone. We don't need all focused little beams of light anymore, or spectrum for that matter. Uh, easy to set spectrum too. There's just like a little line. There's a slider. Bluer yeah. or Blue, wider. Wider. Kind of that was like easy. Kessel, uh, Kessel logic esque. Yeah. Right. Bluer or wider. Yeah. Like you can't mess the spectrum up. It's just what you like to your eye. Yeah. But this thing will grow coral. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, that sounds, <laughs> that's awesome. Up. All right, so uh, the spectrum's also blended rather than focused, uh, and they use it two ways. So you'll see it on this thing, and you'll see it on the Philips light, but under the, on, the, on the lenses, or on the LEDs, there's actually, I don't think you can see it through here, but there's a sheet of acrylic or plastic that has little holes for each one of the LEDs that actually blend the colors together, mm. as well as kind of bounce some of that light back in. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the uh, Spectrum's blended now. They're using that diffuser sheet, which is like, I don't know why we weren't using that a long time ago. You know, we were actually looking today, and we were, I did a like a PAR graph yeah. at one point in time where we measured the PAR. Oh, yeah, uh, so it was a, lo like a, a logging PAR tool, and you can, over the course of a certain amount of time, you can see the changes in, in PAR. Mm -hmm. So your graph without a diffuser looks like this, 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 It was this, somewhere this, between this, this. 600 and 1200 PAR. Just fluctuating. Uh, going like crazy. In a matter of like a few minutes. Yeah, so d with the diffuser though, only very 50. 50. Yeah. <laughs> really tight line. Yeah, 50. Well, and I think that's what came out of your conversation when you flew over, when you were flying all over the place, talking about building a light in these type of form factors after the Philips came out. And uh, that's when we got, you know, the Ecotech diffuser add-on to the Gen 4 Radions. I think there's a lot of things that led into yeah, that, right? Yeah. Like, but it became more obvious that it's not just about you know, visual spectrum. It's how this uh, this light hits the animal. They're mm. like, it's going to use it to live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, also, disco with the with the, the the diffuser, man. The disco and TV static effects gone. Gone. Yeah, solved. Uh, shadow reduction. Big the big, large form factor of light. Not all that dissimilar from your T5 banks, especially when you get a couple of them up there. Uh, like even just your, this isn't all that much different than the illuminated area of uh, like a two foot T5, yeah. right? Uh, it's pretty close. It's like it's, it's not covering the whole dink, but you're just missing a couple inches now yeah. around the edges. Which you don't put your uh, corals okay, on. Okay, so now we're removing the shadow reduction. And like this is one of those things where like you just like, I don't know, once you see it, you can't unsee it, but uh, we have some tests and stuff to mm -hmm. show this stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, okay, we got this little teeny puck here of uh, it's putting on a lot of light. Yeah, it's wide angle, no question. Right. Uh, but if I put a coral right here, this one's shadowed. It, uh, there's no, there's no, it's just logic. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's, it's just the way it is. And even this side of this coral is, is shadowed, you know? Yeah. Okay, but if instead of having a wide angle cone, I have a big blanket of light just shooting down. <laughs> You know what? Both this these one, corals. They both get them. Just fine. And this one actually yeah. gets this side, this side, this side, this side. Yeah, I saw it in my tank today when we actually, it was all morning, we were putting this guy yeah. in my tank. Uh, all these areas that were shadowed in the tank are no longer shadowed. Yeah, it's really, um, you'll see this in our, our Sky Investigates that's coming out in a, about a couple weeks or a few weeks or so. Um, that that you'll, you'll see a R120 with the NSA Aquascape and the shadow that T5s have. And then you'll see it with uh, the Sky. and. I would imagine, I haven't seen it yet, but I would imagine they're going to be very similar. 
in the end, uh, these things perform like the lights that we were using most successfully in the past. And like, we, we wavered so hard to form factor for like the room, or I don't know, man, this tiny little form factor, it's yeah. easy to install. Forgot all about what the animal requires. <laughs> And, Come back full and then, circle. Like, you go back to I'm not having you know, the dissatisfaction is I'm not having as much success as I hoped for, or I had more success with different technology. Mm. Oh man, well that is a mistake. Let's yeah, solve that. Yeah. All right. So the Philips light, I, I think, largely solved that. So like, why isn't it the disruption that I thought it was? I turned out to be wrong. You know, it wasn't uh, like didn't take over the entire market mm -hmm. like I thought it would six years ago. Yeah, I thought for sure I sitting here today that that would be the case. Well, it's 15 pounds. You it's know, heavy. It's heavy, man. I mean, they uh, were it's hard to mount. They were on the. I, I see where they were on the right track of uh, a passively cooled light rather than actively cooled. There's less parts to fail. There's less worry about. There's no worry about noise. Uh, so, but in order to achieve that, it has to be that big, uh, heavy. You know, diffusing uh, heat, diffusing metal, multiple cords and stuff. So here's a piece of this, dude. It's like sometimes there's real benefits and sometimes they're just uh, spin on uh, like uh, the reality of what we right. can produce. I don't know this to be for sure, but I'm pretty certain that the form factor, at least I know the old sky was just a warehouse light, you mm. know, so it's using warehouse technology to light a, a light and they already have this form factor made. It's already built uh, in that environment, not having fans and longevity. Oh, I want this thing to last 20 years, you know. So they took the Philips light from uh, like a warehouse type situation and then mm. put LEDs in there for the reef tank? I I'm, I'm reasonably certain that that was okay. the case. It's plausible. I, I feel like 90% uh, sure. Okay. I, I know that was the sure with the, fir the Gen 1. I'm pretty certain it was Gen 2 as well. Mm. Uh, somebody can fact check that one. Uh, but in any case, it's just really heavy. Okay, so why do I feel like the sky is now going to be that disruption? Right. Mm. Okay. Because we, we all the things we said, man. The power wars, the lens wars, easy to use spectrum. Spectrum's blended rather than focused. There's no disco. There's no TV static. There's no shadows. This is the T5 light, but in LED form factor. All the adjustability, all the benefits. All okay. Nice. All right. Didn't work. Why will this one be the difference? Mm. Well, rather than 15 pounds, it's just a few. Whoop. You can lift it up with two fingers, man. <laughs> uh, we mounted it super light. duper easy today. Yeah, it's really light. Uh, it has the same illumination area, meaning like if you look at the same light, uh, the illumination area is the same. So yeah. the part the that sky, actually lights up, yeah, the, the sky had a little bit extra on the sides. Oh, uh, well, you can see it here. Like the LEDs didn't go edge to edge. Oh yeah, so yeah, we mean with the coral care. Oh uh, yeah, the Phillips. the Phillips light has yeah. a two like a couple inch bar all yeah. around the outside but so, of it. So illumination <laughs> wise, like LED panel wise, about the same. So same light, smaller form factor, but same benefit. Mm. Right, we're not shrinking the actual type of light they're getting, but we're shrinking the form factor of the yeah. fixture. All right, easy to set spectrum. Uh, so we were, same thing. We were and, playing. With oh, this I'm today. sorry. Here, uh, it was a. Uh, uh, it doesn't require an external external oh, controller like to buy. So yeah. I just got to start. I just started playing with this uh, last week. Uh, Neptune has the new uh, app out. Some of us are testing it. Uh, actually, if you want to see it, here's mm. here's a little bit of screenshot of what that's kind of going to look like. So 
you, this is your home screen for your for your new light. You can pick and choose different things. Go to the next one, Dave. Uh, this is that easy to adjust spectrum right here. Uh, I have modes that are instant, boom. And then I go in there and I can adjust the day. I can make a schedule and there's a smart schedule uh, or an advanced schedule. Uh, you can see here, like I can choose all of my points per day if I want to, or I can go and just make a sunrise sunset and choose an option and go. Um, but when it comes to like the external controller, I, I have all of this control via Bluetooth, so I don't have to have my Apex. You can run it on your Apex if you have the, if you have the Apex and you're in the ecosphere. I can plug the Aquabus in and do it, but when, he's, uh, when Terrence sent us the, the new app, he goes, try out the Bluetooth connection. Don't plug these into your Apex. I did, the control is just exactly the same. So now I got, I'm, when it comes to like just plugging it in and setting uh, one of these schedules, easy peasy. Yeah, so I don't need to buy a $100 extra controller and yeah. the other cords. Uh, that was another thing is uh, instead of two cords, you have only one cord coming out of each one of these things. Very nice. Uh, uh, also, it can be run at 100, uh, or all the channels at 100% and still look nice. This one really looks nice at 100% all channels. We had a hard time. We were coming up with a BRS custom uh, schedule or settings for um, our investigates and where we would set it. And we had a hard time adjusting from 100% all. We brought the greens and amber channel a little bit down to like 70 or 80%, which really isn't much of a change at all, but just aesthetically to our eyes. Mm -hmm. But uh, you had it on, we had it on your tank this morning and everything looked great. 100%. Yeah, mine is largely 100% on everything. is like 5% down and, a couple, or, but like, uh, and the amber down yeah. like, uh, I think 25. And, uh, uh, Orphic uh, kind of did this in mm. early on. They had a large style panel light, but that was one of the lights that we identified when we were testing the Atlantic uh, V1, uh, was that this thing actually looks pretty dang good with all channels at 100%. So that was one of the frustrations actually we had with the Coral Care at the time, was uh, that when we tested it, it was like, oh, to make this look good, we actually had to turn the whites down like 30%, yes. or down to 30. Down to right. 30%, 30. so 100% blue, 30% of the yeah. white. And uh, I'm like, wow, this. Like, and we didn't get as much par as we wanted because of that. It had a lot of par if you ran them all at 100%. But, but it looked yellowy white. Yeah. It was almost like the day. It was almost like daylight. So if you were trying to, if you were trying to mimic the natural ocean, uh, mm -hmm. this thing could do it. Like yeah. Julian Sprung's tank. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. of that. This is a perfect solution, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, so if you're trying to, to mimic that uh, natural ocean look at a foot depth, uh, we haven't filtered out any of the blue yet, yeah. or the red yet. Yeah, that, that's definitely it. Uh, but I, I, this is one of my pet peeves of like. Historically, there was a lot of lights out there where they pack in, you know, 100 LEDs, but like 50 of them you're going to turn down to 20% and the other ones just to make it visually look good. Yeah. That's a terrible waste of money. Well, it, go, uh, it goes back to the, those par wars. Like I, I didn't, I was, didn't have the ability to change anything on my T5 bulbs, and even swapping out different T5 bulbs would just give me like a 10% par difference, or maybe 20% par difference. Uh, but it's plug and play. Like I can use all of the T5s I have here. I can use that one single color of metal halide, uh, and I don't have to worry about losing efficiency because I want a little less white. So somebody once told me that they do that just so that you can, you know, allow you to give the freedom to make it way wherever you want to look like. Mm. Uh, yeah, I get that. But like what you've done is provided me the freedom to make sure it looks ugly. <laughs> I don't need, you don't need to go all the way to ugly, like universally yeah. ugly. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's too far. Uh, all right. So, uh, all right. In essence, uh, design, this is the, the piece of it is 
Now what we have is, in essence, uh, designed from the ground up for the intended use of illuminating corals in a reef tank, rather than a repurposed fact, uh, form factor for another industry. Yeah. So in this case, we knew that we wanted to make it as small as possible, right? They knew that they wanted to uh, uh, have all those benefits, but in the end, Rather than 15 pounds, it's just a few, has the same size illumination area, but it's also smaller, doesn't require an external controller, has uh, one cord instead of two, can be run with all channels at 100% and still look nice. We've been asking, huh. for, we've been saying those little bullet points mixed littered throughout two, three years worth of videos a uh, hundred different times. Okay, so that's the pieces is like, I shared that I was going to put this on my tank on Facebook and uh, like I got like 99% uh, oh cool but it's always the 1% that I read you know <laughs> like the like uh, well why would you just use this other thing or whatever like I don't know like it isn't about brand I'm not like I don't know it's like one brand or another brand whatever but cool. like yeah, corals matter more than brand let's, let's talk about what it does and how it does it and then you can decide for yourself, like if somebody gave both of these to me for free, which one would I use? Yeah. Yeah, who's, who cares what the cost and price now? Uh, or brand affinity. Then you start I to- I want performance. Yeah. Then you get the real answer. Yeah, then you start contemplating, well, if somebody's gonna give me these two options for free, my, it's no longer a decision factor of which one, it's a decision factor of what's gonna be best for my corals. What do I feel or I believe is gonna be best for my corals? The goals that I wanna choose for my corals, the way I wanna take care of them, uh, that's my option. Mm. Uh. So this was a cool thing. It was an interesting thing, too. Uh, we're going to start to share a little bit of my journey and my own tank here in a second. But, uh, like, uh, uh, obviously this thing is uh, uh, very similar to a coral care, right? Yeah. Uh, like, this is obviously not all that different. They share a lot of things, even down to, I believe, some of them patentable. Uh, and... Uh, you know, it's very, very similar. Should Phillips be mad? Is a, is a really good question. And like, I don't really know the answer to that question, but I do know this. Uh, all the people in our industry that make LED lights are super pissed off that they always have to pay Phillips all of the uh, LED uh. royalties. So uh, Phillips is making quite a bit of money without having to do anything. Maybe they're actually happier <laughs> this way. They just get to collect the royalty oh, checks. Uh, I don't know. Uh, very, but, big, very big company. All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I got a toothbrush from these guys. Uh, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. So, I like, we're going to start thinking about our, our first thoughts now on this thing. You kind of come along with the journey of like why we were mm. excited about this thing. Really excited. And like, you know, why we think it's a disruptive product, why it will change the way that we light our tanks. It's so similar, it's a big form factor, it's gonna wrap the animals in light the way they're supposed to, it's a photosynthetic organism that we're trying to get energy to. Yeah. And one of the, actually the things that, I, I shared this a couple times, but I think it's actually worth saying again, is if I have a coral and I block half of it with a shadow, how much energy is it getting? 50%. Ah, really? Yeah, I mean, I never really thought about it that way. So that's like but eating half of the yeah. food that you eat in a single day. Like, just cut that in half. And now you're forced to live on that. We spend all this time thinking about DLI, like, or uh, what's the right PAR number? Is it 300 PAR? And then, like, what is the photo period? Should it be 8 hours, 10 hours, right. ramp, blah, 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 blah. And, like, all of this, all of that conversation is about how many photons of light and energy do I get to the coral? 
Well, if I cover half okay. of them. Yeah, if I cover half of it, <laughs> half of the energy's gone, right? So, and, and it's not necessarily that like, the other half can compensate. You know, some animals maybe, but not mm. all. Uh, it can't necessarily compensate because I can't just turn it up to 600 over here or increase the uh, uh, daylight uh, or the DLI or the, the, uh, the time that the lights are on to 16 hours. Right. No. It's way better if I just expose the whole mm. animal's tissue that relies on light to light. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I don't know. So this was actually an interesting piece, and I argued with Terrence about it last week. Uh, All right. Terrence, I, like, Terrence, so actually, this is actually an interesting piece. Terrence has been bugging me to change over my tank for a year since the first time we talked about it. Right? Disguise? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, should, you should use disguise. And I'm like, nah, dude, nah. I'm happy with what I got. Yeah. Right? I, I really like the Kessels. I really like the fill light from the Reef Brights, man. Looks awesome. I got zero complaints, man. No, I'm not mm -hmm. going to do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and, you know, I don't know, you know, of course, he's like always trying to tell me. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, and I like, but no, I'm just really happy with it. We put a lot of effort into it. And I got to tell you, tearing the wires out were a lot I'm easier. I'm glad I wasn't than, there for that part. Well, it's a lot easier than putting them in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I can tell laughs> That's that. right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I was just. I just wasn't going to do it. And then finally, I mean, I broke the other day. Mm. And this is the reason why. As you can see, it actually right behind us. So this tank has, there's a few questions in our little thing here. Well, this tank behind us has three Neptune skies on it. Right now, they're set to like 18% intensity just because of filming. It makes mm -hmm. the tank look awesome while we can not look black uh, <laughs> or dark and shadowed. Um, but uh, it's got three Neptune skies on there. And we run these at... Uh, almost 100% all channels. The 75, uh, the yellow and green, or yellow and green channels about 75. Um, and then we, I think we run it at probably 80% intensity or 70% intensity. It's mostly LPS and softies in here, which is actually something that, uh, you know, on your tank we were measure, we were looking at, and mm -hmm. you're like, man, you, we were measuring par. It's 150 to 75 all the way through. Really easy. But, yeah, and so. Here's the thing that happened for me. If you can see right now, usually you have to have the, like to get a really good picture of a saltwater aquarium with all that blue light. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, usually, uh, you know, to get the pop and all the stuff bounce, you put like these orange filters on your camera. You can snap them on. Otherwise, it always looks blue and like messed up. I Notice it doesn't right now. Yeah, there's uh, I mean, you can tell the difference of somebody who used one of those little clip-on orange filter lenses to take pictures or readjusted their lights to, and you have to, so, uh, there's so many Instagram photos that I was like, all right, let me dig out my app and adjust the lights and bring down the blues so I can get like what my camera looks to what my eye is seeing. Uh, but here there's really, and you saw on the app, there's a, a photo setting, uh, which you can do use with a live, uh, live preview, but your phone takes pictures with, the lights set as is without a problem. Yeah. yeah. So this was my frustration. So a week ago, I just dumped corals in this tank, right? Yeah. I, like yeah. I got really excited, and I'm just like, man, I'm gonna make this the coolest thing I've ever seen. With right? all your old lights yeah. on there. Yeah, the all castles, my old lights. The reef brights, yeah. And it looks awesome in person. Everybody comes over like, oh wow, cool. Yeah. It's really coming together. And then I want to film it. And I'm like, oh man, like it's so blue. I gotta get the dumb lens out. But even the lens, like, doesn't really get what I'm looking for. But because I made it so complex, I got six different reef bite strips. Mm. I got six different Kessels. And like changing the lights on all of them is a giant pain in the butt. <laughs> and then I'm forgetting to turn it back. Yeah. And like, 
and like, I can't live this way. <laughs> and now that I know what I've seen here, like, I'm switching it out because in my specific case, uh, I have to like share this tank all the time, man. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. always, yeah, it's you know, a public tank. Yeah, yeah. A public tank in my house. <laughs> uh, so like being able to walk up and just shoot a, a video Done. of it or stand in front of it and shoot a video and not look all weird yep. is of high value to me. Feather in the cap. So uh, there's uh, a bunch can, of reasons. And you can actually see that uh, Dave's got the full tank shot that we shot the other day. So we oh, have, the yes. good, uh, one thing I also enjoy about the skies here, because we have Apex on there and because we, you know, we need on the fly shifts to light, uh, is we have all of these skies set to a feed mode for the camera lens and mm. it's just slightly it, basically what it is is just turn the intensity down so it doesn't blow out the camera or make the sand blown out but so all that now all i have to do is uh, hey dave you want to shoot the tank all right feed mode b it's on for two hours it will automatically go back to where it was when it's done and uh they can just pick up shots on the fly okay so terrence that's one. super easy <laughs> Terrence won Terrence based won on that this one. one thing. Got twisted my arm, <laughs> got me to do it. All right, so <clears throat> second argument I have with Terrence that he won uh, is uh, I like, I'm gonna put these things on there and I'm like, I'm gonna need six of them because the, the tank is, uh, oh, yeah. you know, basically almost like two 180s well, you had, back to back. And you had six six castles and three reef braid strips. Yeah, yeah like I, I'm gonna need three of them. I want the shadow yeah, element yeah. of it and like uh, all the stuff. And, like, and he's like, dude, we're seeing really good success using one about every three feet. And I'm like, ah, call me out of that. Uh, just, send I, just send me six, I'm not gonna do it. He sent six. Okay, so we sent six, I got six. We mounted So I can four. use them. <laughs> yeah, I can use them and they're free now, right? I don't, like there's the mission accomplished, they're already here. Yeah. He was right. We I used, used four. I used two. Yeah. On each side. Yeah. So we used four. So and it covers the uh, tank great. You know, the tank is like five and a half feet. Mm -hmm. If it was six inches longer, I'll be honest, I think I would really have used uh, the other one. Uh, but you know, especially in my LPS tank, it it did two things. One, it eliminated a bunch of shadows. Actually, oh, yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, and B, uh, like and hard shadows where you can actually see the like right. outline. Right, right, now right. it's all kind of soft, smooth. You know? yeah. yeah. Okay. And I don't know, man. I just when I put two on, like uh, even though it's right there. There's no need for this, mm. you know? Uh, and like, I'm, I'm not just to with my eye, I'm using the par meter and everything. And like, yeah, I mean, maybe I could even out the par, like, you know, from 50 to 60, you know, yeah, or well, like in areas or like, you know, 10, 20 points one, one way or another. Uh, totally unnecessary. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, if that thing, if, if this was a wall-to-wall -wall SPS coral tank, man, I'd use a three. Uh, or six. six. I'd use three total. on each side, yep. for sure. Yep. Like, no question. Right? If anybody asks that, Unequivocally, hundred percent yes, but with my it's, LPS tank, two was actually good. Two on each side. Yeah, I'm gonna drop a couple of Kessels still in the middle ah, because I love the shimmer. This is I'm what a, I this I'm is what I wanted junkie. to get to. Some and people are asking about the shimmer too. You want to pull that tank back up, Dave? Mm -hmm. So this is where you and I differ because I coming from T5, and uh, now you can see movement. Look underneath the rocks. You can see some of that shimmer going on here. This is straight uh, three Neptune skies. So you see a little bit of that shimmer in there, but it's not what you like for shimmer. You like a little more shimmer than this. I want to look, make it look like I'm snorkeling. And for me coming from T5s, uh, having this little amount of shimmer, uh, but like I had, we had multiple guys in here around the office come in when we had the, when we first installed the skies on this tank. And I was like, step back and look, what would you, if you weren't looking at what light this is, what would you say? And they're like, it looks like T5s. 
Mm -hmm. it, it just, it, it's flat. The shimmer is very, very subtle. Uh, so it's, to me, it's almost like that when I have a T5 fixture and I put one little reef bright strip on the front for a little bit of shimmer, it was about that balance, maybe a little less shimmer than that, but so there is shimmer uh, from here and it's the right, for me, it's the right shimmer. So like, the, I don't think I would supplement it. The way they achieve that, by the way, is they put these little lenses in here or like, uh, not lenses. They're uh, clear. Little clear areas. Yeah. Uh, so that the LED isn't diffused, uh, the one in the, just a couple spots to create just a little bit. For me, I want to make it look like I'm snorkeling. So I'm going to add the Kessels Some into the mix. caustic lines. And uh, actually we put the Kessels on this morning and it actually, it does look pretty good. Especially we can, you can adjust it the now color to perfect it. where you're yep. looking. It definitely it looks, did that. It looks right? good, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> wait to, I think I'm gonna show you guys next week. Yeah, because uh, we still gotta mount the, the whole, the whole coral array, the whole thing and, yeah. and what it looks like. But, uh, I don't know, so I, I hate to say it when Terrence is right, but he was right twice. <laughs> he got me to do it once uh, and uh, for the camera, this yeah. is like, Actually, even a competitor asked me the other day, like, uh, how come you guys are gonna run this, this guy's in there? Like, dude, I gotta be honest, you can, we can debate all of it all day long, but look, man, I just turned the camera on and think looks good. Yeah. Hey, you, when you were Done. sitting there adjusting the yeah, light, I don't know, like, you had your phone out and you were like, oh yeah. That, anybody that who good. does this stuff for a living, the white balance stuff is a giant, giant pain in the butt. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, not even just a living though, like if you like to even take pictures of your tank. Yeah. Yeah, Instagrammer, man, boom. Done. Done. Right. And just walk up to it and take a, take a photo. All right. Let's answer some of these questions. Okay. Uh, let's see. First thing, Raul says, is there integration with the par with the par meter and the sky? So the Neptune PMK. We just had this conversation with Terrence before we walked in here. He did. I, I asked him where, because we've talked about this before. I asked him where I was at. And currently, no. But I asked him, man, like, you have a par meter, right? Mm -hmm. it's in the, Why can't it's in the I just, like, go stick the meter wherever I want it and say, Tune the lights until this thing says 150. Yeah. Like, I know that this is a hot spot of the area, and so and if I go somewhere else, it'll be 50. But I could actually go to the low spot and say, turn this to 50, knowing full well that one's going to be 100. Yeah, exactly. So, but there, I don't think there's any reason why that that can't be done. Uh, he actually said there isn't. So Yeah, I uh, imagine they'll probably work on that. Yeah, as a control, uh, basically because this thing gets plugged in, and it can be plugged into a controller, and that controller also has a par meter available to it. It's I can't imagine why those things it. wouldn't in, intersect at some well, point. Well, and he was also talking about the uh, <clears throat> the benefit of the of even having the par meter in the tank uh, to watch the changing DLI mm -hmm. in your tank from at, at specific points and just it's just about gaining more knowledge about your tank, a little more insight onto it. Though. Even protection, because sometimes lights get stuck on and, and that stuff. too. Yeah, and if it registers yeah. par at a certain point at, at night, they'll turn off the light. It's yeah. interesting. Mm. Next one, um, Brian Walk asked. Uh, Radeon, Radeon offers diffusers that can be added to existing equipment. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, there's some for the Gen fives, and there was there was definitely some for the Gen fours. Yeah, uh, I, I think, to, in my <laughs> mind, they're like a, you know, with the Gen fives, visually. I have one on my sixty. You got rid of a lot of, without the thing, without because the they had that kind of frosted look yep, on it, yep. and, and that didn't have this focused of a lens kind of feel to it. So. Yeah. If you, if you were to put a Gen 4 and a Gen 5 side by side, you would absolutely, see, no diffusers, you would see the difference. You, you would buy you the, would, the 5. You would buy the uh, 5. No question. <laughs> uh, uh, but like it actually got rid of a lot of that disco effect, but you immediately get rid of 100% of it once you snap on the actual real diffuser. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Oh, this is a good one. Uh, Marin asks, what is the optimal mounting height? We found that at nine inches, and we'll dive in deep into that in our investigates. Uh, but yeah, it's similar to more, that eight, around that eight to nine range is where a lot, where we see a lot of those well dispersed lights out there, you know, the Castle, the Radions, the Sky, T5s, all in that eight to nine inch range. This is in the same range. So if you go a little higher, it will start to spill out. If you go lower, it gets more focused. That's what all the lights do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but remember that this is one of those things that like it's about that area you're trying to cover. So in our case, it's nine inches for a two by two foot area. Uh, if you were trying to do a three foot area, you're probably gonna mount it higher to achieve that effect. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, and uh, if you're trying to mount an 18 inch uh, area, you're probably gonna go lower. Yeah. So uh, think about in that frame line, we use two by two just cause it's a pretty common like area to cover with a single LED, LED yeah. module. Uh, Greg, I saw a question from Greg that's not up here, but uh, he says, so if you only used six, does that mean we're going to get two giveaway skies at the end? I, I'm lobbying, lo not today, <laughs> but I'm lobbying for that. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, we're going to do a BRS TV investigates hopefully as early as maybe next week. Uh, mm -hmm. And so you'll see the like all the data that comes with all the shadow testing. Mm -hmm. The shadow all, testing is one you should really pay attention to. Yeah, in that definitely. Video. Uh, all the par testing, all, all the stuff. So just like the the last one we did on the 500X, you'll see the same kind of format where not just the data, but let's give you our take on mm -hmm. how to use that data to achieve a specific goal yeah. uh, as well. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be awesome if we could give away one in there. I hope so. Uh, oh, and speaking of uh, giveaways too, now that you pulled all your Kessels and Reef Brights off, mm. I gave the social team all of those lights. Oh, piece and of history. So we might end up giving those away soon. I'll probably have us sign them and whatnot, so watch for that. Yeah. Um, gonna, so that's like six five foot Reef Brights or six foot at five foot? Oh, yeah, no, it's no, six. They're almost six feet actually. Five, yeah, almost know. six foot Reef Brights. Uh, and, then, uh, and then we four have castles. Four castles, so yeah. Um, A360 Piece of history. And in there. Uh, I think we found under your tank two uh, MP60s, MP60s that we'll probably give away too. too. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of history. Um, right I like Gideon's question here. Uh, it says, how long were you running the Kessels versus the Skies? And also, uh, was hoping that in the Investigates we could start to uh, give some recommendations for, uh, I guess, DLI or photo period. Mm. But what was your run? What was your uh, schedule like on the Kessels? So uh, my Kessel, I'm, I'm generally looking for I'm trying to find that balance between how long, what the corals need, and when I'm actually around to see it. Right. 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 And so, uh, in an ideal world, the lights would be on in the morning or around 7 a.m. so I could go see them probably, before I go to work. Probably dip down. And they'd be really awesome if they were also like after dinner when I go down there to play games with my kids. Uh, that uh, it was available from uh, seven to. 8.30 or so. But you're talking like 14 yeah. hours. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I chose to skip the morning. Uh, and so I, mine are generally around, did gives or takes, but like 10-ish hours. Mm -hmm. And I usually try to ramp them on both ends to get eight yeah. hours of peak. Yeah. Is there a right answer to that question? I don't know. I, don't, uh, I, I think probably a general consensus for a lot of people is around that nine to 10 hour photo period. And you can shift that whole thing to, I want to see it in the morning, I want to see it at night. 
You can generally tell. I mean, if you pay attention and the corals look stressed at the end of the day, uh, yeah. then scale it back, man. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you can usually, if you're paying attention, they just don't, they look better in the morning than they do at night, you're doing something wrong. Mm. So just, uh, you know, tune to that. Uh, Chris Levine asks, uh, are there any extra features available with the Sky if you couple with an Apex versus using standalone? You don't really answer Actually, that's a really good question. Um, I imagine that, uh, so, let me think. I'm, I'm imagining that uh, like your, th your options like feed mode or virtual outlets or having this do that type of functionality where you're turning off and on things or switching things, mm. you can apply that to your lights if you have the controller. I know for us, like the feed mode uh, to turn these things uh, to a specific setting. Uh, I haven't played around with Bluetooth only and going into the app and seeing what functionality is there, like virtual outlets or anything like that. Uh, because you would you imagine that you can run a virtual outlet with uh, without having to need a controller, but uh, uh, as far as special, uh, I think all of the functionality, all of the programming, all of the scheduling, all of that is available with the Bluetooth versus the controller. So you can either you can get one of these even if you don't have an Apex and it's the nerdy end. Yeah. Uh, it's the uh, it's it got too hot, so let's turn the lights off <laughs> or down. Uh, yeah. It's uh, my buddy came over, so let's go push uh, one of uh, adaptive reefs little buttons and turn and them on for on thirty cool minutes. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and this is one of the things I got to do because. I forget that when I do that and I turn them on uh, to go like do two hours worth of coral mounting, <laughs> I, I forget to turn the things uh, back uh, to auto, you yeah. know, and so I... So you can have a virtual outlet program, just flip uh, the switch and run for hours. like two hours. Yeah, that'd yeah. be way better. Uh, I think you get out to do all those kind of cool nerdy things uh, that you can do with anything, uh, but now you add it into it. But like specific, I think you'll probably see down the line as they add more features, uh, you know, into the fusion, like using the par meter yeah. and stuff. Well, another thing is, um, you know, Bluetooth control without the Apex um, is only, is local. So you kind of have to be, you have to be in that, within that Bluetooth vicinity. And so, like you, like you said, oh, if, if somebody was up. at your home or you had somebody or you needed somebody to do something, I could be Florida, mm. Hawaii, whatever, and go, all right, turn my lights on. I'm on vacation. I look yep. at my little camera oh, that's yeah. looking at the tank. I'm like, why are yeah, the lights flip on? Flip the lights Boom. on. You know, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Hey, you do so you don't have stuff. that functionality of Bluetooth, but it's there for yeah. geeky ends. All right. Uh, last question here was uh, the cost of this feature. Jason was said he's sorry for being late on the stream. <laughs> uh, cost of the fixture. Oh, I think it's... Dave's got it right here. $839, maybe? Does that sound right? That says, look how prepared we were. Uh, is it, I, mean, I can't read that. I think it's $839, uh, but right, right in that uh, uh, price bracket, similar to other high-end lights. $869.95? So, oh, yeah. Okay. But that's in the same price bracket of almost... I think it was, uh, to be honest, to be a competitor plus a diffuser. Ah. Uh, like a similar ah. price bracket as that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who knows? Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we will oh. see you next week. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got some announcements. Ah. First thing, uh, in the description, if you go check it out, uh, we have a reefing calculator. The BRS oh. reefing calculators are in the app stores. They're in the app store. They're in Google Play, uh, mm. Apple App Store. Uh, people have been begging for the reef calculator to be on an app for a long time. We finally got it. All right, links, so are, links to download are in the description. 
now that also we got one foot in front of the other one here. Yeah. Right? So there's a bunch of calculators in there. But tell us the other ones you want. We'll start we adding them start in adding one them by in. one, right? Yeah. So if you ask for it, uh, we will build it and we'll come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I don't know. Go check out or download uh, the uh, BRS. BRS uh, calculator app. Yeah, dude, right on. I, I haven't even play, done it Google yet. Play and app go store. Right on. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys next week. We'll probably, hopefully next week, we'll have the actual the investigate. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the look at the 360 and what it looks like with these oh, lights on. And this live, hopefully, we'll show you all the corals that I got. Uh, so 360 I got, I don't update. Know, hundreds and hundreds of corals. Coming there. at you. All right. See you next week. See you guys.